Welcome to this episode of Power Up Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Jones, founder and owner of Q Performance, where we work with tradie business owners, assisting them, guiding them, coaching them, mentoring them to ensure that they build a business that serves themselves so that they earn more in their pocket, work less, and ultimately create a great lifestyle for themselves and their family. As part of our Power Up coaching program, one of the key fundamentals and the key value drivers is our community of like-minded clients who really help each other grow, sharing tips, tricks, and everything in between, offering support. And the key thing is having a community that has an abundance mentality where with that abundance mentality is people are happy to share. There's enough for everyone. As opposed to some communities and some people, they work off that scarcity mentality where it's all about them and they don't want to share. So the key thing out there is be involved with like-minded communities, like-minded people with an abundance mentality, and that will help you on your journey. That will definitely speed up your journey to success or achieving those goals that you want to achieve. Now, in this episode, it's an awesome episode. We talk with one of our clients on board since 2020, Kate and Kieran Moriarty from KPM Plumbing based in Brisbane. Similar journey to most business owners starting in 2014 with 100 bucks in the kick and now on the journey through to now developing and building a business that's turning over uh, more than $3 million, but more importantly, driving profitability. And more importantly, they've now put systems in place. They've built a strong culture, a strong team. They're working with key A-class commercial clients, and they are now really positioned over working hard over the last three years through the Power Up program. They are now positioned to really flourish over the next decade. And that's a key thing where you'll hear how they persevered, got out of their comfort zone, made some really key changes to ensure that their marriage survived. Before coming on board with us, six years, frustrating, no time, no holidays, at stress, talking business at the dinner table all the time, whereas now stress is minimized. It's all about balance and it's all about excitement for the future. So really enjoy this conversation with Kate and Kieran. I know I really enjoy this conversation. And again, I think it's very relatable for most people and especially husband and wife teams. Cheers. You're here to change your life. Because there's too much on the line. You're sacrificing shitload now and your family need to benefit. You've got to make learning a passion for yourself. The clicker for me, come and realise that, hey, I've got to get better at business. Kate and Kieran, awesome to have you on board this episode of the podcast. I know it's been that last six months trying to, to get you on board, so good to finally have you on board. Thank you very much, Matt. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. And just as a side note, your setup is unbelievable in terms of your podcast, mic, speakers. You look enormous, and I can't wait for your own sideline podcast to be soon released, but that'll be for another time, right? That'll be for another time. So very good. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll plug it at some stage. Plug it at some <laughs> stage. Yeah, put a nice little subtle plug in there. But, um, but Kate and Kieran, you've got that, a great story, business story, and like in most trading businesses, there's the ups and downs and 
And I know that when we first come in contact with each other, I think it was around 2017 where you came to one of our business training sessions that we hosted uh, for Reese. And then since 2020, been jumped on board as a client, which has been great. So for the last three years, it's been great to have you on, on board as a client, valuable member of our, our community. But just give us a bit of an update or give the listeners a bit of an update of your journey, uh, when you started, how that looked like, through to sort of when you come started when we started working together so we started um in 2014 uh, just a bit before that i was a sole trader and um and then rolled into the company structure of kpm plumbing and we started with a hundred dollars in the business account that hundred dollars was for the first tank of fuel and then we were going to just sort of go on from there so that was 2014 um and just was out slogging it um, very much that trading mindset just got to be busy got to say yes got to be trying to do all facets of plumbing like you know roofing and it's like i've never really done much roofing but yeah i'll do it you know if it's going to pay um and then we we slowly sort of you know pushed past that and got into a bit of residential and and started getting a bit of traction um with key builders and and getting a couple of staffing on board and we, we were still just constantly sort of churning the wheel like we weren't really seeing like a really good financial backing from that like lifestyle it was just like hand to mouth sort of mm. you know sometimes i just sort of come home and think like what are we doing like is is this going to be feasible for longevity um so yeah that was we were, we were going through that and i came to one of your first ones with reese came along um and walked away and i thought that's great you know and i just i thought that was for like a big corporation to sort of you know engage their employees for that not like a one-man or a two-man band so i sort of walked away and i was like oh that's good you know i I couldn't really justify it at the time um if i knew what i knew now i would have 100 percent got involved back then because it probably would have saved me a lot of blood sweat and tears mm. so but anyway you just gotta you gotta live that journey and, and make your mistakes and and sort of learn from them so in um yeah in 2020 we've we sort of rekindled our relationship matt um and we tied the knot just got we tied the knot yeah, yeah and, so did kieran and i actually and, and, and kate and yeah, i just right. tied the knot as well so and that was a big thing you know like we sort of looked at that as a Kate and I have come together, we're married, and I just, I didn't want our our marriage, our relationship suffering from what the business was doing day to day. We were lost on our numbers. Yeah. Weekends weren't weekends. Kieran, I'd be yeah. working Saturday, Sunday during the week, yeah, like just crazy hours. Winning, to- winning all these jobs but just kind of not really seeing like the fruit from it. Mm. And just, it was yeah. like it was a big thing like we'd sort of – we'd really moved out of that residential market and we were sitting in a commercial market mm-hmm. and contracts were a lot tighter admin was a lot more heavy and we just probably had that residential mindset of you know like you do the job get paid and it was like all of a sudden it's like holy hell what's a retention oh they're holding you know 10 percent of uh, the project some on me now oh my god we've got a massive tax bill like where did that come from and just not having the right guidance at the time um in and around our numbers it was just it was wild times like i sit here now thinking back at that and like 
Yeah. And like I must say, you know, some of the guys that have worked with us through that journey, you know, like I commend them because like, there were some pretty wild times, you know, stuff that, you know, like it was just so hand to mouth. Mm. Everyone always got paid. Everyone You've always got paid. No, no, never ever like that. But just, just, just like <laughs> office, like admin, like you know, even from just the little things from like timesheets, like texting times, or just you know uniforms when people start. Like now, it's like this process of someone starting, and it's just like, well, like I've never had that experience before. Like I've got uniforms, I've got you know company inductions, I've got you know like it just. It's not clanky anymore. It's like we've got everything on file. Like we've got- <laughs> we have a paper trail of everything now. People are actually getting job descriptions with KPIs. People are, you know, people signed a contract before, but I don't think there was really a lot of meaning to that contract. It was really like you're an employee of KPM and, you know, this is how many weeks notice you need to give if you... If you do choose to leave us, and it was just a few sentences, really. Yeah. yeah. And there was nothing behind it. It was all about compliance. Yeah. 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 And then we were wondering, we were employing people, but not really getting probably the best out of them. And people were leaving us really quickly. Not that we were nasty to them or anything, but I just, I think and- we were just lost on, well, now the way we do it here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and yeah, that is like ideally, you know, we, we have brought that in and it, it gives, the guys that confidence out on site to make those calls and then it gives you know on our side of it it gives us confidence to you know be like hey that's not the way we do it here and really for disciplining like it it, it makes it it's just a clear line in the sand for us so and yeah we were very lost we're very lost at times i think also with the way we do it here it harmed us both particularly you Kieran, you're there day to day doing it, calmed you down a lot as well. There was no, oh, why haven't you done this and this, that and the other. It kind of takes all of the emotion and stress out of it because you've got this very powerful document or really something you're living out and you can constantly choose whichever dot point you want from that value and say, hey, you're not owning it here. And it doesn't need to be this, ah, why did you do that? And, you know, get all emotion filled. It kind of takes the emotion out and you just literally stick to the facts. Hey. It's about the choice. You haven't done that. About choice. Yeah. It's about the choice. About the choice. It's about the choice. Mm-hmm. And again, just to, just to elaborate that too, uh, probably on in, in, listeners, you know, Kieran got a little bit of red in his hair, so I can get a little bit of fire in the belly at different <laughs> times where oh, yeah. you get the old trading mindset, which we're all guilty of, and especially when I ran my gig, you get that, you just employ someone, you just expect them to hit the ground running. You expect them, why don't you get that right? Why, don't you, why do I need to tell you twice? It's just all this ridiculous expectation. And yeah, coming back to what you're saying, Kate, hey, I'm a nice guy, but why aren't people wanting to stick around? Why is it so hard to get people? And this is where a lot of people are finding now, especially in the in the climate where they're realizing they've got to change their tact as a leader and how they recruit and coming back to it, setting real clear expectations and KPIs. Good people want to know what they need to do. Good people want to know that they're actually achieving on a day-to-day basis and they're hitting clear KPIs. That creates mm-hmm. that satisfaction yeah. within the workforce. So you've done, and this is where you've done a great job in terms of turning that around. And so in that six years, 2014 kicked off, 2020, 20, and coming back to some of the, the points that you made prior to the podcast, just going through it, yeah, there's that, that frustration, feeling like spinning the wheels for no reason, no financial reward, lost on the numbers, um, no clarity there on the numbers. Kieran constantly putting out fires, 
no sharing the load. So it's all about you, Kieran, right? It's all about me. Can't share the load. No delegation. No free weekends. No downtime. Limited family friend time. It felt like we could never shut off and stress levels were always through the roof. So when we frame that for that six years, that's how we frame it, is that you were enslaved to the job. Agree? Yeah. That's the classic. 100%. I was probably I was probably looking for an early heart attack, to be honest, like just in terms of that those crazy stress levels that I was facing every day. And that's uh, when we talk about that enslaved to business where in 2014 you, you open starry-eyed going, I'm good for this. We're going to be good. I'm going to have more time and more money, agree? 2014, mm-hmm. that's what you're expecting. Six years later, <laughs> less yeah. time, less money. And I do, I do remember when we you jumped on board and started in 2020, well, I think one of the frame, pretty much the first thing that came out, I think, of your mouth, Kate, was like, we've got to change. Otherwise, this marriage or the, the marriage is not going to last. Yeah. yeah. Newly married, ready to go, want the relationship first and foremost not to suffer. And that's what happens a lot of time when it's all about work, 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 and there's no clear definition of what we're about and roles and responsibilities and, and goals going forward. The relationship can often suffer. And uh, Absolutely. So, it's good to see you're still thriving, right? And and, and you've got baby number one, right? So we're yeah. baby number one. He's exactly. got a little bit of um, red in his hair as well, Matt. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some good times ahead there, right? Good times yeah, ahead. Yeah, lucky me. Oh, lucky. <laughs> so awesome. So six years, cool. Knew you needed a change, which is great. Great thing about, you know, looking in the mirror, uh, which a lot of people don't do. A lot of people don't accept that, you know what? I need help. I need, I can't keep going like this and I'm prepared for a change. Credit to you know, both of you for making that change. And then so since 2020, again, just coming through a few things that we've implemented as you've listed, and it's amazing when you do look back at the list of all the things that you've implemented you know, as part of the, the coaching, the mentoring, our tools, like the way we do it here, which is clearly defining your culture and what we are just talking about before, your values and the choices that need to be made. Removing emotion, it's all about choice. You know, profit and loss, sales pipeline, cash flow forecasting, using zero successfully, employing, again, really effectively, employer slow, fire fast, improve that delegation and your leadership is the big thing, I think, which you need credit for. Kieran, you know, in terms of the, the growth in your leadership has been massive, uh, which has then rolled into that, being able to present to team, you know, professionally present to team. This is where people out there, listeners out there, you know, as a if you're a trade business, you know, you've got to be able to present and articulate messages really clearly to your team. You need to connect with your team, which you've done really well with that. The one-on-one reviews, the conversation documents, which again really builds in really clear trust, agree. You're getting a better connection and loyalty with 100%. the team. Um, and then the good thing too, which you put down there is that it's enabled you all of this pretty much has enabled you to remain calm right, and remove that emotion and, and think clearly rather than sort of being reactive. Uh, and we talk about sometimes on the journey, and I'll, and I'll touch on it a little bit about, yeah, the fantastic um, last financial year and some of the results there, but we do know sometimes even though you're putting in the work, you don't often get the results, right? You don't often get the results. But this is where we need to remain calm, though, and focus on the process and the positioning that we know we're doing the work. Stay focused on that. Stay calm keep doing the work, and the results will come. And that's full credit to you in terms of remaining calm and not being reactive. But for me, taking a breath now, going through all those key things, 
yeah, how is it for you? What would you like again? Achieving all that and looking back and all the things that you've implemented, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's been huge. Like all that when we started rolling everything in and uh, team members that were with us previous to the cube and they've you know they've grown with us and they've seen the opportunity and the path that we are taking and it was just like they've sort of like all sort of you know looked across and gone hey this is this is something that we want to be a part of like kieran's kieran and kate are taking the time to to invest in us and you know with training and and the one-on-ones like all this takes time and effort out of your day like you've got to make sure you're making and this is my and kate always says it to me like you stick to those rocks, you have those meetings, you, that's a priority, that, that's, you know, you have to have that. And mm. it really, I think with the guys, it really, like, they think, oh, okay, he's making time for me. Like, mm. I know that, that it might be, you know, 10 minutes or 20-minute meeting, but you, you have mm. to sit down with them because what you get out of that afterwards is is huge. For six, seven months, you know, they, they really want to keep on striving forward with yeah. it. I think feeling valued yeah. um, is just so important. And, I mean, Kieran and I can even reflect on jobs we've had in the past and, well, particularly me, I'm a school teacher and schools that I've worked at where I've felt valued by my principal and by the admin team, I have wanted to work so much harder for mm-hmm. them and for my students. Um, so I think really putting all of these things in place and making our staff feel valued and, you know, taking a real interest in them and giving them as much professional development as possible has really made them think, oh, Kate and Kieran care about me and I want to grow in this business, grow for them, grow for me. And, yeah, we found there's been a lot of success even from that. And I think when we did start rolling some of these things out, like the way we do it here, started to do some presentations with the team, unfortunately, we while some of the staff thrived in this and thought, wow, this is where I want to be, we also had a little bit of a period where we lost some staff because they thought, no, I don't really want to be in a business where maybe they felt they were being watched or I'm not sure. And also, I guess, with presentations and one-on-ones, they can be a little bit daunting sometimes mm. for some people. But, yeah, I think is what it's really helped us. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, I think coming back to the, the way we do it here and um, it's glad that you touched on that. And just for everyone out there, the way we do it here is our framework where everyone in our community rolls out very clear document about our vision, our aspirational vision of where we want to go as a company, our promise, what we deliver on our, for our customers every day, and then our values, which is our choices. What that does is when you roll that out, some people, if they don't believe in it, what it does is it actually puts pressure on. So if you think of it, generally when you go to an organisation, again, trade your mindset organisation, there's no structure there. It's just get to work. There's no clear yeah. framework and people can hide. They can hide in corners. They can hide in the shadows. Oh, when the boss comes, they look active and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the teammates may be able to you know, see people not getting away or they're getting away with it and they just put left their own devices basically. But what we do with the way we do it here where it's team buy and we put pressure on. So we're actually squeezing it in. Now, people don't like to be squeezed if they don't believe it and they will pop. They will mm-hmm. leave. It's that short-term pain that we need to get rid of people out of every organisation that don't believe in it. So short-term pain, oh, shit, you know, I really need that extra pair of hands, but long-term, you're a lot better off. And the cool thing, what you're doing is because you're putting that framework in, the way we do it here gives people, especially those that believe in it, confidence, 
you know, enthusiasm that I can own this. I can make choices. We're all buying this together. Collectively, we're ready to push through a wall together because we're all together as a team, which is great. And it just, again, it enables you to push through. And I know you did some great projects, you know, up in you know, regional or North Queensland that you weren't there for a large part of it, but your team were able to thrive on the way we do it here and make the right choices because they are all inducted, bought into it, believe that this is the way we do it here. Yeah. And that's enabled you to help your leadership, right? Be calm and composed. Again, remove emotion because it's not about personality. It's about, hey, choices. So it's really, really powerful. And again, when you do bring in that culture, which you've seen, right? Like when you bring it in, some people don't want to buy into it, but at least it sort of pulls the Band-Aid off. Yeah, that has been one of those things with those guys that have left and, yeah, it's it's given the other people that are who are who are keen and want the opportunity to thrive within. So it's mm-hmm. been really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that allows now when you're doing presenting, when you're up in front of the the room, there's nothing worse. I'm just going to say from my perspective, there is nothing worse when you're up presenting, you're prepared, you're ready to go, and the people in the room are not engaged, right? And I've done this hundreds of times where you're just there going. I'm wasting my freaking time. What am I doing, right? <laughs> Nothing worse. As the same thing yeah. as a business owner, a leader, and you're talking to a crew of one, three, ten, and you know that half the half the people there are folding their arms and sitting back and not engaged. It's really deflating. And 100%. especially when you put so much time and effort into it, yeah, and you um, rehearse it because, as you say. Piss poor preparation, preparation leads to piss poor performance. So that's always in our minds. <laughs> that's it. You've got to own it, right? You've got to be great at preparation. And what we say, what do we, if you don't take it seriously, no one else is going to take it seriously. And it starts with the preparation and the rehearsing. So now you're getting that stage where it's so great. It's exciting when you are, you've done the great preparation and you're standing up in front of your team and you know everyone in that team are leaning forward and they're engaged. Mm-hmm. So how does that feel? It's so it's rewarding, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's if, for Kate and I, it's like that hard work is paying off. Mm. That's right, and it's not a quick fix. Agree, it's not a quick fix. Like how many again are the ups and downs, and how many times you've said, "Oh, Jones, you know this is not working." It's just like stick to the process, and we talk about yeah. that late, latent potential. You know, everyone in life, you you make a change, you do some training, you do a presentation, you expect it to go up straight away. We know it's going to yeah. go down. You got to stay yeah. persistent, stay patient. And the rewards are there. And and then fast tracking. Now, when we talk about the rewards, as a credit to you, winning one of the our Power Up Awards, our community Power Up Awards last year for nailing it, right? So nailing it in an unbelievable year. So essentially, you double that turnover. And just for everyone out there, gone from around that one, 1. 1.5 million to over 3 million. And more importantly, profitability, operating profitability has increased by I think, about 28, 30% which is huge, right? It's just it's huge. And, and this is a key thing, all the while doing that and delivering that capacity, operating at a totally different level, right? Operating at, at that calmness, being able to still, again, focus on you know, family time, like you talk about, be able to, you know, weekends is your time, going on holidays, all these key things, right, that I remember that was not happening beforehand. And I think yeah. one of the first things I said, well, I think one of the first, what I say, one of the first things I said I think even on the first call, I said, you're going to lock a holiday in now, right now. Yeah. On the phone. Another thing I really recall you saying, Matt, which 
I loved and I used pl- many times was <laughs> you're not a brain surgeon, Kieran. <laughs> you're not that important. <laughs> and, I do. I yeah, like that's that, a, that was a really good one, particularly that first year to year and a half working with you. Just, yeah, just you don't need to do it all. You don't need to, like, put out all the fires. You can delegate. You can trust. And, yeah, that important <laughs> that that message of you're not a brain surgeon, like the people will survive. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. People need to realise they're not that important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and, not life and death, right? It was oh, always so, so hard for me to let go. Like, yeah. I, that's one thing, you know. You're still working on that I'm at still times. 100% yeah. working on that at times. Yeah. And and that's something that I just, you know, I I, I just hug this business every day and yeah. it's like it's I just your baby. want to make sure I'm, it's my baby. And, I've, you know, but I've also got a, you know, a real baby that mm-hmm. I need to, <laughs> to spend time with also. But yeah. exactly. I just, i super involved. I just... Sometimes probably overextend myself. But. I think the difference now, though, is that you have weekends. We do take family holidays. When you're home, you switch off. Yeah. So although you still feel that way, so many changes have been made. Mm. Um, and I think that remaining calm, Matt, has just been the biggest thing for us because there isn't really stress in our family uh, like in home time anymore, you know, we're not going, oh, no, what what if this person doesn't pay and this and that and or staffing or this, like we still have stresses. Everyone has stresses, but it's just all about, no, just trust in the process. Mm. It's going to be fine. We're we're keeping to our rocks. We're following the way we do it here. You know, we have faith in our numbers. Our numbers are all tracked and mm. I think it just keeps you very calm. Yeah, because you can't do anything about it. You know, at the end of the day, like they're your numbers and, mm. that, you know, what you're going, what you're doing forward, like what you're doing day to day. You just you stick by it, and if something completely left field happens, you can't you can't do anything about that. You just got to keep on going on. As a business owner, you can do we can do our best from forecasting, predicting, yeah. analyzing, which gives us a calm. But like you said, there's some things there left to field, like a COVID as a, as an example, yep. or floods, or you you can't predict that. You've just got to roll with it. You can't get upset with it. You just got to roll with it. Okay, this is placed in front of me. This is the next yep. challenge. Let's work through it. Let's, as you say, Kate, stick to our rocks, our success habits, stick to the process, and we will come through this. Uh, and that's where the confidence lies. And and having those good numbers now, which is that's that peace of mind that we talk about. It's amazing where so many business owners out there are still running blind. Oh, I haven't got time to look at the numbers. Oh, I'll someone else look at that. And you know, again, they go through the whole season, the whole 12 months, let's say we call it a season, you know, that 12 months, as we say, they're battling away, playing games. They've got no idea if they're winning or losing. Uh, losing. Mm. And then, you know, sometimes 12 months after the season ends, they work out that, shit, what do you mean? I've bashed myself and I've got no money and I've got this massive tax bill. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's it's so many tradies. You hear it at the suppliers when you go in there, oh, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And it's like, but are you making any money? Like, are you, is it even worthwhile? Like, because you look pretty terrible, mate. Like, yeah, <laughs> have a sleep. <laughs> you know, what I, I really mean? look. I really cringed badly when you know we everyone came out of COVID and there was that short supply trade and and there's that catch up effect and everyone busy. Hey, I'm busy, busy, busy. But I'm just cringing every time I hear that because I know in the background what's happening. I know what they're going to see. Yeah, 12 months, six months down the track that there's going to be no reward for it. They've been busy. Mm-hmm. And as what do we say now? We say categorically no, unless it's a hell yes, right? 
yeah, so yeah. the yeah. big the big, change, the big change <laughs> the big change right is we don't say yes to anyone until they've proven mm. that they're worthwhile being a client that a-class client and again that's another key factor of reducing stress yep we've still got some hangover effects for some poor COVID clients that again you're feeling that lag right now so just to let you know everyone out there current job it's a lag effect that's really poor it's sucking a lot of time energy money but that's a lag from a decision made in essentially 2021 i think cool and yeah, still yeah, 20, 2020 like mid you know it was priced you know early 2020 you know what i mean There's, yeah no one saw the inflation of material and and just labor rate going mm. through the roof but that's one of the things you you can't you couldn't predict that and mm. we just we stick back to our numbers and we we just focus on finishing it and then moving on moving on and then going forward very much a, it's definitely a no until it's that hell yeah right it's got to be yeah. no until proven a yes which is which is really key um mm. so i think yeah and that's a a big part of it from the number this is where i want to sort of talk about that delegation which has been hard for you now you've done really really well uh in building up you've got olivia on board who really looks after your admin and yep. she's a, a super talent and you know like in terms of my dealings with her she's, she's on uh, and you've done a great job getting her on board again just having that support there too and again for kate that's a, that was a big part of your transition right with your full-time role at the time having knowing that who do we get in there to help take pressure off you you kate and obviously kieran having that where it is now and and just having that again peace of mind knowing that olivia's right across the numbers how's that just transformed you know the information oh and, and just yeah you know, where you're up to now she's an angel yeah <laughs> she's amazing we always say that yeah. i mean she has helped us so much and and just we have so much trust in her because she just gets the job done and yeah. she looks like she's really enjoying it as well i mean yeah. yeah i think the biggest thing there was you know in the employment process that whole hiring slow we there was a period there where yeah you we, know, we went for a long time and without remember anybody. That we were talking yeah. about we we're like oh, geez like we you know our previous lady had put a you know resignation in and then we didn't have anyone there for but two, three months, and we just were very patient, calm, and we just, you know, there was there was times there we were like, do we just do we just like jump the gun? Yeah, should we yeah. just employ this person? Yeah. They, they they didn't quite tick all the boxes, but because I was also doing full time teaching at that time as well, so mm -hmm. it was quite hard. Kieran was out on site a lot, then trying to do his end of office of the office work. It was just a lot of juggling, but it was yeah, we just had to slow the whole process down and then Olivia came along and yeah she's been an absolute asset to the company we gave her a full job description uh, full KPIs and I think she also came in going okay this is what's required of of me mm. um she was honest um with the parts that maybe she thought she wasn't quite trained in but working with Olivia ensuring she had adequate training particularly in service mate because she was service new mate, with service mate zero um and things and yeah she's just tackled it all like a pro and also we've kind of created an environment not kind of we have created an environment where 
Olivia also feels comfortable coming to Kieran and I when she is unsure or she needs support in something or she needs more professional development in a particular area as well. So, yeah, I think that's also a huge credit to you, Matt, and making us aware of the right way to employ and induct people. Thank you for the the kudos there. Thank you. I'll take that one. Uh, but what it is is though, it's just that again that higher slow fire fast, and we see it right now where there's there's not a large talent pool around, so everyone's sort of running around like with their head cut off, just trying to oh there's a body, let's just employ that person. Mm. We're playing a long game. This is not a short game, and to re- go through the whole process of recruiting, you know, thinking about advertising, interviewing, getting them on board, inducting them training them and working it's a huge process yeah you've got to get this right because Mm. again you may have that short-term fill of i've got a pair of hands but it creates you know long-term pain Mm. so we got to do it right and again this is where coming back to the job description the function function roles responsibilities we've got the kpis we've got the way we do it here induction everything like that yeah training and development it just shows that you care right Mm. and this is what is key, which is what a lot of people still don't get. And I just scratch my head where I still you know, hear whether you know, around the traps, oh, they should be just you know, happy that they've got a job. You know, they just should mm. get it done. Mm. You've got to set people. The great thing that you've done with Olivia and your team that you're building, yeah, you know, you're setting them up for success. You know, you've got to show people that you care. You've got to show that this is an organisation that actually wants me to thrive, not only in the business but out of the business. And we talk about all the time and the key learnings that you've got. You know, we don't work to live. You know, you're a great example of trying to really knowing that you had to put the hand up. Hey, we've got to change. The goal is to build a business that serves you. Okay, the goal is to build a business that creates a legacy and assist uh, everyone that contacts your business and be part of your business. They're a better person at the end of the day. Everyone's going to leave. Olivia's going to leave at some. Yeah, you know, we. How often do we say Olivia's going to leave? That's just the nature of the. Nature of running a business, the nature of individuals. But when she leaves, you know that she's left a legacy, but she's going to be a better person. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And that's a great thing. I think that's what's really coming in our community. And, you know, as you know, Kieran and Kate, you know, some of the great wins that our community have. And you really see the business owners that are, are investing in their team they're getting so much satisfaction out of personal growth personal development more so out of just completing a job hmm. so it's getting this whole how good is this this is exciting this is great yeah we're making a difference here and what's the byproduct of that like you mentioned from the get-go kieran investing in it the byproduct of that is that yeah they're willing to turn up they're willing to, to go the, the next level because everyone's doing it hmm. and like you mentioned kate too working in an environment where i'm happy to do extra because I'm feeling valued. It's a pretty simple yeah. human thing, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. That's been yeah, really, really exciting in, in terms of that and that overarching, that leadership. Coming onto it now, like with the, as you know, we've just gone through that, the team reset. And so everyone listening, it's just come, what are we now, February, March 2023, just come out of Christmas time. How important has it been just coming out of that Christmas time, that Christmas period, trying to reset the team, get them refocused on the new year? And what we talk about out there, those listening, you know, people tuning in again, 
and first-time listeners, but that reset is all about, you know, your team members have just come through Christmas. There's a lot of noise. They're talking to family over the Christmas dinner table. They're talking to friends. Why should I work with Kieran? You can do this. You can work for yourself. There's a lot of noise out there on social media. So our strategy is that key time, post-Christmas, team reset. Let's really connect everyone. Let's, again, really show that we're getting an understanding of where they're up to, uh, but more importantly, uh, how they're going, showing that we care. The key thing too, which we talk about and which you're aware of, is when you're having these sort of meetings, it's not just having like like a, a usual toolbox talk at the same mm. location. It's about that seriousness and having it at a good location that's conducive to learning, conducive to be a bit more of excitement. Yeah. And, and I know that's one thing that, you know, with the new office and other things like that, you know, getting prepped so you can have it actually in a good environment. How's it been with your previous you know, presentations and that we've been getting you to do over time, but how are you feeling with just delivering that? And you know, how important for you is it having a nice environment to deliver that in? Mm-hmm. So as a leader, you, know, you can really cut through the message, right? Because obviously there's so many messages, there's so much information now that every individual is getting now, right? And mm-hmm. I know for myself, just as a personal point of view, Sometimes it's hard to get the cut through. Like, you know, we'll be having a team meeting or I'll be presenting to people and you can see that there's a ping or there's a pong or whatever on the phones. And so it's hard to get the message through. But what are you doing to really make sure that when people are sitting there in front of you that they're engaged? What are, you, what are the little things that you're really trying to work on to make sure that your message is delivered and more importantly when they leave the room getting the desired outcomes? Yeah, I think the biggest thing um, was going in with a less is more approach uh, rather than content. I think our first ever presentation back in, was it 2020 or 2021? Probably 2021 yeah. because we started with you the end of 2020, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and I think it was just information overload, very much yeah. re- we weren't reading off the PowerPoint because we knew what we were saying, but there was just too too much text on the PowerPoint, not enough mm-hmm. images, there wasn't much for people to get involved with. So moving forward, uh, particularly the last presentation, proper one we did, we like had food on and everything as well, which, you know, food always makes people happy. Yes. And, well, I think so. And, um, we, <laughs> yeah. um, and I think we really got them involved. We had like big poster paper. We had post-it notes. And, you know, it was more of a everyone get involved rather than Kieran and I just like chalk and talk, like we're here, we're speaking, you listen, finish, thanks, guys, off you go. You know, we kind of made it really inclusive, like, mm-hmm. okay, what's everyone's thoughts of our value, you know, our value of, you know, owning it or whatever. So I think that helped a little bit. Also, that's very hard when you have you know, everyone has different personalities. So you did have some stuff and naturally that's fine. That kind of went, oh my God, I don't want to get up there. So it's also trying to tread that fine line of, I don't really want to put you out of your comfort zone. So I think, you know, the teacher and me was like, okay, well, um, maybe for particular people, I said, oh, just give me your post-it note and I'll put it up there and say it, you know, things like that um, without being obvious, obviously. But yeah, I think we made the last one really inclusive. It was very colourful. It wasn't just like butcher's paper. It was like colourful poster paper. And <laughs> It's great. Yeah, though. It pleased me. Um, yeah. And then also that was the last presentation. But since then as well, you know, we do an annual golf day, which is 
where and one of our employees, Matt, he got all of these great little polo shirts set up for everyone as well, so like KPM annual golf day and things. Um, so not only in the presentation, but a, I, we've seen great things from that. And yeah, with the less is more approach, absolutely, and involving food and things. But a really big thing we've seen success from away from just the presentations with this is all the information, um, we value you, this is the way we're moving forward, these are our jobs, was really these company buy-in days where, hey, you mean something to us. Um, and our work Christmas party last year as well, you know, we originally were like, let's go to this awesome restaurant and we'll have everyone together. Um, oh, it looks so good. The food's amazing. And then as time went on, a few of the boys were like to Kieran, oh, yeah, so, like, what are we doing? And Kieran kind of mentioned, like, it's like this, yeah, really high-end restaurant. <laughs> they were like, oh, oh, I thought we'd do something active like last year. So then <laughs> we thought, do you know what? What's this about? It's about our team and what do our team like? So, you know, we changed it all. We did barefoot bowls. We went to like another, a different yeah. pub kind of, a nice pub, nice pub restaurant, um, put a big bar tab on and we changed it because we thought, well, what does everyone want? It's not about what we want. So um, I think we've seen great success with the buy-in days as well, the company buy-in days. That's unreal. I think the big thing that you said there is that you're obviously, the team know that you're listening to them. Mm. Yeah. That you're so. lis- you're yeah. listening to them because obviously they're showing that you're changing it. Uh, and it's great. Like, and that's that thing where you've got to just, every time you do it, you're going to get better and better. Like we always say, it's about always try and do better. Okay, I've yeah. done a presentation. What can I do better? And like you mentioned, post-it notes. Less is more is a big one. As you know, too many people, they try, and this is the, the thing, okay, okay, if I've got, and this is some of the, the trading mindset thinking, this is what people have said to me over these, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna have two hours of a meeting, but what I'm going to do in that two hours, I'm going to probably try and shove about six months' worth of content in that meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, and it's just talk, it's a talk fest, right, Kate? Like, it's just like, it's just one directional, it's just a download as opposed to a conversation of what you're talking about, which that's where you get input, you get buying. Yep, people are going to be at first a little bit shy, apprehensive, but this is the thing, you keep doing it more and more and more. This is where a lot of people need again latent potential they'll say to me that i yeah I, I tried that meeting but no one said anything okay so what happened on the next meeting oh no i didn't have another one it's like your buffet you got to keep doing it you got to keep mm-hmm. challenging yourself as a leader okay it's not them it's you how can you control and change the environment how can you make them everyone comfortable to feel that they actually can speak up and that's part of the if you're going to get someone to speak prep them well before the presentation so you're wording them up Mm. all those little things right it's all those little things but it's about personal your own personal growth and development which you're willing to 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 change which is tick that then will flow over onto the team and massive investments right massive investments it's yeah and like you always say Matt, like we're here for the long long game um we're not you know this shiny little moment you know in and out so Mm. we're we want to make sure we are investing in that time and and making everyone feel valued and, and bringing them up through. And that's why we heavily on like, yes, apprentices, apprentices aren't just labour, you know, cheap labour. It's They're there to learn and they're there to come through our system then to become really good tradesmen for us mm-hmm. because that is 
essential for the industry we're in. It's we've got hardly hardly anyone coming through. The, the average age is fifty five for a plumber. So what are we going to do in ten years' time? We're just going to be scratching around looking for workers. So well, while we have a really strong sort of you know apprentice system coming through. We need to make sure that they feel valued. So when they come become a tradesman, they don't go, oh, I'm just going to run off over to that other company. They're going to go, no, KPM has supported me for the last four years and they will continue to support me and want to see me grow. So that's what we want to try and you know, achieve within. Well, it's a great philosophy, right? It's that internal development uh, and grow from within, you know, really mm-hmm. build from within, which we talk about, key part of winning the war on talent where – we want to yeah, again bring people in that believe in the way we do it here. They've got the aptitude and the attitude to learn. They've got to have, you know, they can take on constructive feedback and they want to grow within, like you say, your system, your process. Yeah. And this is where so many people just again, oh, I can't find anyone good. Well, what are you doing about developing people? What are you really investing in? How are you investing in to develop your own people? So it's a great, again, so choices as a leader, as a business owner in that business performance mindset where we make the choice, we control the team that we can build uh, and where we invest in. That critical long-term competitive advantage that we talk about, if you want to compete long-term, you've got to be able to have that system where you can grow your own team, build and develop your own team, which is exciting. But as you alluded to, it takes time. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be in it for the long haul. You've got to be committed. Yeah, we can completely understand that and yeah there's times there you know you just love to click your fingers and see overnight success but that's not the case that's not you know we were, it was easy everyone would do it and i always bang on about that I, that that's what i say is if it was easy everyone would be doing it and <laughs> i know that sounds you know like i just i always say that kate hates hit me like saying that absolutely <laughs> well no actually every time that she says it. just oh, a side note kieran's favorite show is um yellowstone <laughs> and john dutton actually said it in the last episode but i've always season. said it prior to him so yeah which is good are you sure? John Dutton took the words. Oh, you out gave of it to John Dutton, yeah. You, yeah. John Dutton took it from me, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but I've I've said it for a very long time, and um, and it, it is true though. It's true. If if you know, like you'd have, you know, everyone would be there. You know, every tradesman would be running their own business, but that's not the case. We we need to make sure that we are growing a business that's you know that's under good management roles. Everyone knows their roles. And it gives Kate and I the ability to sort of step back and not feel like we are the, you know, the punching bag all the time for everything. We can step back, the guys understand their roles, what needs to be done on site, and and then the business can just flourish within itself. It comes back to that rather than being enslaved to the business, which a lot of people are, they thought they had that freedom coming back to what we said at the start. You know, I just want to start my business because I want more time, more money, but quickly become enslaved. So very clearly with your outlook, it's about building that business that serves you, serves your family and what you're building, again, with the culture, with all the processes, the systems, the accountability, the A-class clients that you bring on board, you're able to scale the business so that you can, again, operate the business under management so you can step away. So the business essentially does not rely on you to survive. Cool. Correct. That's exactly what everyone wants, but unfortunately they say it, but they don't want to have the discipline, the commitment, and the dedication to follow through with it. 
Yeah. And I guess it's the big thing, you know. Yeah, I see it so much, you know, tradies get to 60 years old wanting to retire, but they've literally, there's no super there. There's nothing left for them and they've just got to keep on working. And you see that so much. And I, I think I, I look at that and I go, that's, I don't want that. That, that is not living. Yeah. We've had a lot of people, unfortunately, too late. Can you help me? Mm. What are you doing? I want to retire next year. Like you said, they've got no cash in the bank. They don't own their house. They've got no superannuation. And unfortunately, the business that they've been blood, sweat, and tears for 40 years is no value. There's absolutely no value in it. Yeah. Because they've just been working day to day. They haven't been investing in building the actual value in the business itself. Yeah. So their value for them is just, I've got to turn up and I've got to do a job today. There's no ongoing leverage because they haven't positioned themselves. So yeah. it's, uh, again, that's where it's uh, coming back to what you say. It's a long game, but unfortunately, a lot of people just want to click a fingers. Now, just the, the final piece of that, that puzzle too, now coming back to it, which we did touch on, but those A-class clients that we were talking about, you know, on your journey about really identifying that it's a definite no now until a, a hell yes. But again, early on, it's we just need to get, we need we need anyone anyone with a heartbeat, right? Anyone with a heartbeat will yeah. say yes to. Yeah. The pain of that, again, by making those decisions is, you know, you, you elaborated on really well but coming to where we are now and this is where give you big credit where you really position yourself in your market you know in that southeast queensland or queensland market in that commercial space you're really starting to now play with some big players you know you're well respected now where you've got big players coming to you and asking for you which is fantastic but how important is it though to yeah to get to that position where you are now you've had to make some tough decisions and let certain clients go over the, yeah. the last period of time because they just don't suit and fit the way we do it here. Just elaborate on that process of defining that A-class client and really getting you to that position of where you are in that defined market now, in that commercial space. For me, it was a big one, like for that A-class. When we when we sort of met Matt in 2020 and we are talking about A-class clients and and, you know, you sort of walk away and you're like, well, what's your ideal client? Like someone that, hey, respects us, like, you know, as a business, doesn't want to burn you on, on contract, has a has a good sort of forecast of work that we want to keep on working with them throughout. And if it's, you know, if the numbers are matching, you know, it's got to be profitable. So whilst going through that journey, yes, we have dropped off certain builders that, that just didn't meet those levels it, they didn't respect us they would call us and go where the hell are you and it's like well you never booked us in oh yeah but you should just be here and it's like we we're like at their begging call it was like whoa like what's going on here or so, also just a very quick blame like oh it's your fault yeah, yeah. And just very quick to you know yeah blame us so when when we've gone through and, and we've partnered and i've spent a lot of time with you know like meeting up with like pms and team leaders and really cementing ourselves a good relationship and then sort of saying well you know having that same clear mindset about both want to make profit on a job both want to be respected on the job and there's just not like this you know revolving door of new subcontractors rolling in each job you know and so you try and partner with someone that wants to keep the same sort of team and grow that team through um which has been really good for us and we have seen that and and now instead of 
us tendering on jobs, you know, that they, they send that, you know, a private tender to us that we can price on mm. and, and, and no, we're only, you know, like, yes, it, you're obviously got to still be within the numbers, but they give us the opportunity to only have a handful of people pricing on that job or, and it's really, it's great for us to see that and to get just so much coverage in the market, like, you know, for the right client it's mm-hmm. it's been it's been incredible for us and a big part of our a-class clients as well is it sounds funny but it's a it's a really serious one is they pay on time mm-hmm. so we were finding that previously we'd have some clients that didn't pay us or it was just always so late mm-hmm. um and you'd have to continuously call check up like oh you haven't no that's another pay payment week where you haven't submitted that or it's the end of the month I still haven't received that and, and yeah it, and funny Kate like those people that never pay they're the ones that call you and and oh, demand yeah. all these things and you're like I'm not being rude but you, you don't respect me you never pay me on time and then you demand I'm there and then you argue on this and you you know it's just like it's like it's not fun like it's it really makes it really hard to get up and answer that phone call with them. So, which it's been really good. We've been able to sort of, you know, rein it in and we're working with some really big people in the market, like some big builders. Um, and it's, it's really rewarding that all that hard work, like from when that, that hundred dollars hit that account to now, it's been really good. Like we, yeah, we've just been really really fortunate that we every day we rock up and and perform and and keep those relationships growing and um yeah just keep on capturing the those a-class clients again it doesn't come about to to luck it's definitely no. your position now because of the last the journey every step you've taken since 2014 and the rapid yeah. changes you've made in the last three years that positioning to get to where you're at is hard and again to be in that select few where people are coming direct to you is amazing and this is where the the future is exciting even though right now there's still a bit of a lag with some old d-class clients but this is where it's just amazing where it it comes down to respect and everyone out there is saying you've got to be working with people who respect you don't get sucked into the hole and you hear it oh yeah look sorry mate that you'll have to won't be able to pay you that on this job but the next job you'll 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 fix you up three times as much it never happens there's never so don't get caught in or don't be fooled by, oh, this is going to be a big job and you look at it maybe from a top line. Again, select clients, you know, do they respect us? Have they got are our values aligned? Are they professional? You know, definitely look at other clients that they work with or other references as well because uh, we're better off say no until it's an, an educated yes and you've done a really good job of that, right? But it's tough, right? You've got to be committed. You've got to have confidence to say no to other clients. And that's right. And even just having our sales pipeline, knowing what we've got coming up and having, you know, at the beginning of the year, I had to, late last year, I had to say no to quite a large job because mm. I knew our pipeline was full and I couldn't I couldn't commit to them. I, I would be committing to them and we'd be delivering crap. We wouldn't be able to... to, to mm. To service their job so why would i commit to that so and everyone i think everyone thought i was crazy knocking back this job and i just said we cannot we cannot service you i'm sorry we'd love to do it but we cannot service it and you know the respect that we gained out of that was huge like it was like wow like they just said no to this job and 
they're respecting their their clients that they've got going at the moment, like the, the jobs that they've got going. And I think a lot of people were just blown away by that, which is really, really good because it's knowing what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And for a long time there, and I'll be the first one to say it, like I was that person that would say yes and just try and make it work and, you know, oh, well, if, if I work Saturday and then I can try and jump onto it on Sunday, then I can try and catch up. No, nah, it's never going to – they. That's not going to work. Like you're not, you're not getting ahead from that. You just got to be truthful, and and that's what we found. Not only were you respecting the clients by saying no to this person, we're also respecting our team because yeah. we've, you know, we even had moments last year where everyone's running around like headless chooks because you know the ripple effect of some jobs that continued to go on that we yeah, accepted correct. during COVID time, and then obviously our sales pipeline jobs that we're already in. And we thought, no, moving forward, this is a year where if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. You know, it's quality over quantity. Kate's and got it up on the whiteboard. If it's yeah, not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So it's, it's something. It's something. That's our that, motto. Yeah. <laughs> so it's there. And right above yeah. your success habits, I see there too. I can see the green. Yeah, sure yeah. is. Sure, sure is. Sure is. And it. It's one very of, good. It, it's one of those things we 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 bang on like we say all the time: delivering excellence today for the future, mm. and you got to live by that. Yeah. So don't don't say yes. We're going to do a job and do it poorly and probably end up costing us more money. So why do that? Yeah. No, I love it. I think, and as you say, Kate, the team see that too that they're going to jobs that they're feeling respected. Because if you're struggling to get out of bed and go to it, your team are as well. Mm. It's it's that knock on effect. But that comes back to being able to make that again. Framing again comes back to the numbers, right? The forecasting, having the sales pipeline, you can see that, hang on, there's going to be a log jam here with capacity. It's a definite no. Hmm. People say, how come you, why are you saying no? Because you know there's going to be log jam and I don't want to overcommit because I've yeah. got to deliver on our promise. And this comes back to the less is more. Everyone, do less, do it great. You're going to have more profitability. It's hmm. It's simple, right? Everything we do and everything that you're really doing and really working on, it's about doing things really well or don't do it at all. Mm. It's a pretty simple, pretty simple philosophy. But yeah, I love that. It's a less it's a hell yes, it's a hell no. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna say it's a hell uh, no uh, too. Hell yes and hell yeah, no. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and that also that, that comes back to us as well, you know, with our, you know, our pricing um our quoting system, as you know, our, our quoting system is pretty <laughs> intricate uh, and we've yeah. built that over many years and we, we you know, obviously um, keep on, you know, always adding into it, you know, where, you know, we're, we're speaking not too long ago and we've, now we've added that into the system, you know, if it's not meeting budget, so everything's talking, you know what I mean? It's, and that's a line. That makes it a, yeah, and it's, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So. Yeah. And that's where, again, just having those good numbers, you can say it confidently, quickly, and then move on hmm. rather than trying to deliberate, oh, should we, shouldn't we, shouldn't no. no, move on, or yes, let's go. That's exciting. Really exciting about where we're positioned now in the future. So just finishing off then, what what sort of piece of advice or recommendation would you give to any business owner out there right now that is looking to what what are some of the things they need to sort of work on? You think if they need to make a change in their business, what's some of the key things for you, or one key sort of takeaway that you impart? I think the biggest thing is process. Having that 
that clear process on site because the process will set you free. So from from you know from the moment you wake up, having that just that clean, clear process, everyone knows what they're doing and taking the time, you know, and pre-organizing it. So it's just not, you know, not always on the phone. Um, and obviously, you know, if they can afford, I'd be jumping on to to yourself, to the cube. Obviously, you know, hopefully it doesn't take away from our time. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. You're a pretty... I'm joking. You know. I'm joking. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. No, no, I thought no. you were but serious. Like, oh, my God. Oh, but no, coming it, on that, though, it's, friends are, like it's, it's whoever it is, it's, it's with us. If we're aligned, that's great. For, but everyone needs some assistance. You can't go it alone. Yeah. You need you can't keep good support on, yeah. from a, an accountant or other people. But you need people in the corner that can objectively tell you that you're not a brain surgeon, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You just need a realist sitting on your on your on your shoulder telling you. So yeah. get over it. And and yeah. I'd also say seek this out, but only if you're prepared to do the work because if you do do the work and you put all of the effort into it, you will reap the rewards. But, yeah, you need to definitely be in a headspace to actually put the effort in. And to get uncomfortable too. Yeah. It's, yeah, you have to be prepared to get uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's definitely credit for both of you to be prepared to get uncomfortable and, again, put you through some situations where, it's like, oh, I'm not liking this, but better for the yeah, long. That's that's where we're better for the long game, right? for the longevity. So yeah. it's hundred percent. So it's been really good, as we say. But it's a at journey. the end of your comfort zone, at the end of your comfort zone, that's when you start to develop. That's when you start to grow. A lot of people though, they never grow because they never push through their comfort zone. So to really grow, to change, you know, to prosper in the future, you got to push through the comfort zone. It's just the yeah. way it is. And 100%. in every little aspect of life, if you want to grow, you got to get uncomfortable. You got to challenge yourself, and um, you've done that really well. And that's evident. Again, congratulations on your positioning where you are now, both as a family as well. This is a great thing. Now we've got that good balance, which is the success that we're loving. Mm-hmm. Right, thriving family, thriving business. Uh, so it's that balanced approach, which is really pleasing from our point of view. Yeah, yeah, and ours yeah. too. Ours too. Yeah, like we. You know, we've been able to buy our dream property, like just elements like, you know, we would have never been able to do it previously. Yeah, so. absolutely. Good teamwork, right? It's a team approach mm-hmm. to to make it all happen. And from mm-hmm. from my point of view, it's great to have you on the community and and what you do and, you know, you're leading the way and, and sharing with other community members as well and, and obviously listeners now. It's about collectively and you know, how can we improve the industry, you know, the more that people work smarter, then it's better for everyone. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Profit, you know, there's profit. There's enough profit. There's enough work for everyone. So it's about you know working smarter uh, and thinking long long term rather than just short term today. Make the tough yeah. calls. Yeah, definitely. Hundred yeah. But Kate and Kieran, awesome to have you on. Some awesome sharing your story and and, and from my point of view, it's great to be part of your journey. Thank Thanks, you very much, Matt. Matt. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Here to change your life. Because there's too much on the line, you're sacrificing shit like now and your family need to benefit. You've got to make learning a passion for yourself. The clicker for me come, I realise that, hey, I've got to get better at business.